What up everyone, Satsmate is here, and today I'm gonna to talk about ZERP and why a return to ZERP will lead to hyperinflation and Bitcoin going to infinity. Now this is not something I want to happen because I think in today's day and age, we've been living through ZERP for the past decade, several decades, and it's been really bad. And 0% interest rate policy is so bad, I believe, because it leads to these periods of really, really, uh, excessive inflation down the road. It leads to inflated asset prices. Once when you do have ZERP, there's people that are locked into their low rates. People are addicted to the cheap money. It's almost like giving a drug addict more heroin. And I think there's several reasons why Bitcoin would go to infinity in this case. And I also think we could see certain situations where um, society would just kind of crumble and fall apart because we would just see inflation go through the roof. Now, right now it's crazy to think about because we're seeing really high interest rates relatively over the past couple of decades. And we're seeing Bitcoin hit near all time highs in this environment. So it just makes me wonder what would have happened if in this environment we had 0% interest rates and we had uh, more of a booming economy, less layoffs, and kind of stronger growth. What would happen in this economy? And I think Bitcoin, its current price, it would be 5 to 10x of where we're at now. I think right now, we're seeing a lot of assets kind of being dampened. And yes, there are a couple assets in the Magnificent Seven, such as NVIDIA, um, is one of them, where you know, Microsoft, they're outperforming on many metrics. But the point I'm trying to make is we're seeing a lot of assets kind of be dampened right now with huge 20, 30% drops. And why isn't Bitcoin going down? Why is Bitcoin going up while we're seeing a lot of the Russell 2000 and a lot of stocks kind of go down? And I think it's actually because Bitcoin is starting to prove that it's more resilient against strong economic headwinds. And when it's resilient, I think it kind of leads to more people assessing it differently and assessing whether they should put it in their portfolio or not. And where, where will it go ultimately too? That's another thing. Where will it go? And I think a lot of people on Wall Street are betting that it's going to go up and it's going to go up in the medium and long term, but even if we face an economic hardship. So I, I think this, I think if interest rates drop, we're going to see that it's like throwing oil or gasoline into a fire. We're going to see an explosion in price because it's just a lot of cheap money. You can Then you can borrow money cheap and then get, get Bitcoin. And I think Michael Saylor has actually proven that this strategy has been quite fruitful. Yes, he has had tremendous pullbacks. And honestly, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I were him because it, it's very, very volatile and there's so much money on the line. But... He does have the courage, he does have the balls, and he is able to double down and take that risk, and that's why he's being rewarded. And he's now, he should be in the Fortune 500 now with his market cap the way it is. So my question is this, if interest rates go down, what will happen to everything? What will happen to homes? I think homes would probably start shooting up in price. I think if interest rates go down, auto loans will also be, or auto cars, not mortgages, cars will be shooting up in price. I think every object 
on earth will just shoot up in price because at the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves, what are keeping these prices all around us dampened? And that is because we have a relatively high interest rate over the past 20 years. Now, I know in the 80s it was much higher, but today this is actually a pretty high interest rate. So I think prices will go parabolic and we're going to see a huge flight to capital to Bitcoin and other assets that can't be debased. Now, I think this would be suicide for the Fed as they would lose all trust and credibility because the dollar being debased is something that they don't want. At the end of the day, they need to man they need to help the poor. There's people right now all across this country that just live on a, a cash checking account and they live paycheck to paycheck. And if they don't have assets and investments, they're getting completely screwed right now. I mentioned the other day in my previous podcast that I went to Walmart. I was buying soup, I was buying chips, I was just buying my basic necessities. Everything was 40% more. Everything was 40% more than I remember it just a few short years ago. And it's just, it's just, it's just painful to think about because how much money am I losing by having an emergency fund? I'm losing a ton of money. And I just really encourage everyone to really think about, we were in ZERP for the longest time and we saw this just crazy price increases, just homes going up 30, 40, 50, 60, 70%, people putting 50 to 100K over, people bidding up NFTs to millions of dollars. I mean, I can go on and on, guys, but I won't. What I will say is this. What I will say is we need to position ourselves to be ready for both higher interest rates and lower interest rates. What I'm doing personally and I don't, I'm not a financial advisor, but what I'm doing is I'm hedging my bets by putting a percentage of my portfolio into Bitcoin, but also I'm able to have dry powder ready on the side to deploy if needed as well. I don't wanna be someone that misses out on a huge, magnificent bull run, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're kind of, we've kind of seen a decent pump up so far. It can go up much higher, I know but it could also go down if something really crazy happens. But I'm my conviction hasn't been higher than it is today, and I'm always going in because I strongly believe in this asset and I strongly believe in the future of Bitcoin, but also I believe that we have a Federal Reserve and a Treasury that's out of control. And an out-of-control Fed Reserve and an out-of-control Treasury, what do we do? We position ourselves, we study Bitcoin, we learn about Bitcoin, and when the time is right, we assess looking at it for an asset to put in one's portfolio. But that's only after one does the research and one really understands the asset and believes in it because it is a risky asset and you gotta get in for the right reasons. On my previous video, FOMO on Bitcoin, FOMO on Nvidia and all, you know, it's it's a true thing. People do not get in their investments for the right reasons and you gotta, you gotta get in your investments for the right reasons because if you don't, then you're gonna be sitting in a bad position in the future. So overall, I'd love to hear what you guys think. But first and foremost, please, if you can, try to support the show. I have Fountain Podcasts. I'm on there. Um, you can stream sats or send uh, zap sats to me. But you, there's also a link here where you can actually um, support the show on a monthly basis on Buzzsprout. So any support's always appreciated. I really love putting these together. And uh, I hope you guys all have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. Sats made is out.